You're listening to the Preppy Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia May Marish, and I'll be interviewing the brands, businesses, and influencers who are keeping the modern preppy lifestyle alive. This week on the Preppy Podcast, I'm interviewing Kim and Kimberly of Sailor Sailor. These two make nautical preppy clothing out of amazing material that is so comfy and great for traveling. I actually have a few of their dresses and I love them. But this isn't their first preppy fashion business. Stay tuned and learn more. Hello, everyone. I'm here with Kim and Kim of Sailor Sailor. Um, So I am just going to dive right in with my first question. So what was your guys' childhood like? Where did you grow up? What kind of kids were you? Were you always creative? Let's dive in there. Oh, that is a good one. It's um, Kim Haney. I am would always call myself an Ohio girl. Grew up in Ohio with three brothers, so I was the biggest tomboy you could imagine. I wanted to play every sport there was. Um, I so that was really where my creativity came. It was always about sports for me. Hi, this is Kimberly Hogue. Um, I also uh, grew up in Connecticut, uh, kind of a preppy little background, um, used to sew as a kid. And I remember like sewing for a little contest for Simplicity Magazine one time, this funny little plaid. It was kind of a little short jacket and pants. And we still have a picture of those today. So oh, kind fun. of like that. Yeah. And then Kim and I um, met up and we just kind of merged our creativity backgrounds. Okay. So what did you guys study in school when you were in college? Was it related to fashion and design or was it something completely different? I feel like a lot of designers start somewhere else and then end up here. Yeah, no, I was always business. I was always interested in business and always doing um, my own little businesses wherever I could. So for me, it was always about business. And I went to a, um, a community college in Ohio. Okay. Yeah, and I went to what about you, um, a, a business school in Boston called Bentley College, and we um, and I had a business um, management degree. And so after college, I worked for a bank in Boston. So I was kind of a banker. Oh wow! Okay, so <laughs> it was kind of like I thought. You guys didn't start out necessarily in fashion. No, no, uh, not at all. So how did all of this? Where did fashion come into this, and how did you two meet? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I started out, I, after I came to New York, I was a nanny one summer to be with a family in Darien and just decided that I loved the area so much. So I came and got a job for, for the brand Guess. Um, and I worked there for 10 years and they, I did worked mostly in their licensing world for their watches, um, which was based at in Norwalk, Connecticut. And that's really where my love of fashion really kind of started. And it grew, you know, from, into business as well. I did sales marketing and international sales for them and worked that for them for 10 years and then had my kids and was a stay-at-home mom and just was still antsy business-wise. And um, I started to see all these kind of little trunk shows pop up. And so I started a belt business um, mm. and I was sewing my own belts. And that's how I met up with Kimberly then when Kimberly had her own handbag line and at these trunk shows or these little pop-up shops as they were back in, um, before a little before 2007, we were always kind of together and we 
knew that we were both kind of the same. We were two Kimberleys that um, lived on the coast and, and loved everything about it. So we, we decided to join forces and create a, our first brand that was called Just Madras. Oh, that's such a great story. Kim, do you have anything to add to yeah, how you so guys met I, and started? Yes. Yeah, so I, you know, was a banker and then I got married and we had moved to Dallas. And um, right when, I, when we were getting, doing the whole wedding planning thing, there was a company called Discount Bridal. And probably, I don't even know if it's um, still alive today. But anyway, what would happen is, is brides would go through um, a wedding magazine, brides magazine, and say on page 35, there's a dress and you would, so the girls would call me and I would get it for them for probably about 25% off because it was, there was oh. no, there wasn't a shop or anything that you know, for overhead. Mm-hmm. And it had a pretty good deal. I think it was like the number one person in the country when I was in Dallas. And meanwhile, then I had Brittany and, um, and so that was kind of like a fun thing because I got to meet with brides and, you know, trends with bridesmaids dresses and things like that. And then I had Brittany and then I added a little stationary business too. So they could do their bridesmaids dresses or their wedding dress. And then they could do the invitations too. But then it got, got kind of a little bit too much because then we had John number two and then we moved back to Connecticut. So that kind of went away. And then, um, kind of like Kim, you know, now you have a family and just kind of itchy to do something. So I started, it was called K handbags and it was a little trimming business. I was called the trimmer. So I would buy, you know, I would go into the city and I would buy little black handbags or rattan kind of like you see today. And I would adorn them um, with little fur mink balls or seashells or ribbons at the holiday. So it was a great little, um, Thing that I could do at home with the kids and still be there after school. And that's, I met Kim at these little house trunk shows that we used to have back then. So that, that's why that's we kind so of fun. merged. Great. Yeah. We had great little, two little, you know, cottage businesses. So yeah. And I love the similarities between you two. I think that's great and great, you know, synergy between you guys. Yeah. Um, we keep going you know our husbands have the same initials we both have two kids it was we, oh my it, gosh that's wild a very funny thing that happens to us yeah. that is so funny it was meant to be meant um, to be I know so can you tell me a little bit then I guess about your first business um, and I know you guys sold it so why you guys decided to sell it and then sort of how that led into Sailor Sailor today yeah, so the our first business was called Just Madras, and that was about in two thousand around two thousand seven. And you know, it really came out of our love for be everything preppy. Kimberly and I were both we loved everything about um, the fabric that um, Just Madras. Madras is um, a fabric that is really originated in Madras, India. And that mm. fabric was coming out of there. So we, we wanted to make sure that it was authentic Madras um, fabric that we were using, but then we wanted it to be made in the U.S. So we kind of figured all of that out. And um, because Kimberly was really working with the handbags at that time, she knew of a workroom in New York that could sew for us. So that's where we started was we made all of these patchwork Madras and um, you know, Madras is 100% cotton stuff. Um, so we we started making accessories out of those kinds of fabrics. 
um, in a workroom in New York City that still does a lot of work for us today. Um, then we started to grow that business. We got into clothing, women's clothing, and then men's clothing. And we started, you know, just growing and growing and growing that business. And then we started to see this trend in easy to wear fabrics, things that had a lot more stretch in it than 100% mm -hmm. cotton did. Um, and we said, wow, you know, maybe we should create a second brand. And why don't we make that brand that has everything to do with everything that we love being on the coast and colorful colors and great prints. So that's really in 2012, how Sailor Sailor was born out of that kind of, um, you know, just a little deviation or a little um, move forward to, into easier to wear fabrics. Um, so that's, and, you know, we didn't, we didn't really have um, an idea that we have to sell the Just Madras brand. And, mm -hmm. but then we were presented with a, um, somebody that may be interested in the business. And we're just, we're, we're really happy that that brand, which was our baby, um, mm -hmm. is still going forward and, and doing things. Definitely. Kim, do you want to add anything to that? That was perfect, um, Kim. That about... was perfect. <laughs> so the decision basically to sell it um, instead of just introduce these new fabrics and styles was because the opportunity arose, um, essentially. Yes, that, that yeah. the okay. opportunities to sell the business um, um, came on board. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, we had, um, yeah, and then... We yeah, we had one Go season. Ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. One season where we were doing both. So we had just Madras and we had Sailor Sailor. So it was a little oh, wow. complicated, but it was a good introduction. That's a lot. Yeah. So then just Madras went to the side and then Sailor Sailor continued. So yeah, but people could get both okay. that same year. So that worked out well. All right. And then so that brings us to Sailor Sailor. So if someone has never heard of Sailor Sailor, how would you describe it? So Sailor Sailor, what we normally say is we're preppy with a twist. And I know the podcast today is preppy style. And, um, you know, it all goes back to the pop collar. Pink and green was, you know, it, it just a classic clean look. And we kind of still want to, you know, we are preppy with a twist. So we, you know, we have the vibrant coastal colors and then we still have the stripes for just Mm -hmm. class with a lady that just wants to be classic and still is looking preppy, but it's still, there's some people out there that kind of like to pop out with, you know, a big seahorse print or whatever crabs. I mean, that's the thing that people love about us is you can get, you know, a simple little print, a stripe, but then you can also get some vibrant, colorful prints. Certainly. And you guys even have great solids. I know that one oh, ruffle solids too. style mm -hmm. you guys do in some, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay. So who is the sailor sailor girl or who would be, you know, a celebrity that you'd love to wear as sailor sailor that kind of embodies your brand and lifestyle? Hmm. That's so difficult. You know, it is, it's interesting because we don't, it's not a really, um, particularly young or particularly old person that we really have a huge gamut of people that um, wear our things. And that's one of the, the great things about the brands. You know, it, we have some dresses that fit a little more um, 
you know, tight or, or form fitting. And then others that are much more forgiving, like our shift styles that really are great for, for everybody. And, um, so we really have a huge following. I'm trying to think of, um, who I think would, we would love to see in our, our things. Um, and the person that I, that I is coming to my mind is somebody that already has her own brand, but it's Reese Witherspoon. Oh, I, I okay. that's, that's funny. so funny. I, I was thinking the same thing. Oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah. She just is popping into my head for, for some reason. So she just is, um, you know, a very, very similar, um, person that, I mean, her brand is a brand that we sit with in some of our stores. Uh-huh. That's really funny because some of the other people I've interviewed on this podcast have said the same thing. And I think it's because she embodies that modern preppy lifestyle. Yeah. Super adorable. adorable, So, yeah. (laughs) Okay. So walk us through your design process. Um, Where do you manufacture? Are you guys, you know, designing the prints yourself or do you have an artist create them? Kind of what's the process like? Like, how do you come up with the ideas for the next season? And then, Mm -hmm. you know, walk us through that process. Yeah. So we're, we say that, you know, we, we really are inspired by our everyday life. Um, we live at the coast. Um, we have boats. We, you know, are, are inspired by a lot of um, those things. And we, we are also inspired by um, the world that we live in within our business, the other brands that we sit with um, every day. And, um, and then also influencers. In the past year, that has been a really big influence on our design process and, and what we're doing. Um, and so what, what we do, we take all of those inspirations and things that we get and we, we work with a, um, a graphic artist who happens to be Kimberly's niece and she's such a great girl. And so she takes kind of all of our inspirations and she creates them into our own prints. Um, we make the, take those, all those prints, make them into, um, our, our signature fabric, which is a nylon spandex blend. And Mm -hmm. then we get all the fabric here into New York and we sew absolutely everything that we do is, is done in New York. And so I guess, uh, Kimberly, if you want to answer this, um, I know that you guys are American made and you mentioned that even with your previous brand, you are too. How important is that to you guys and why? Yeah. So, you know, we have always been American made. It's kind of our brand when we had just mattress, we were, you know, we Mm -hmm. had to get the mattress from India because that's where it was authentic, but we would bring it here and sew it. And then with Sailor Sailor, we felt the same way. And we, there's not many American made brands out there in, in our um, neck of the woods, really um, in stores and everything. And then it's important to us to be giving um, a, you know, the workers in our workroom, we have two workrooms that, um, you know, the opportunity to have a job here, as opposed to Absolutely. the challenges that go with um, making things overseas. Of course. And I love that you guys do that. And I think, you know, it's one of the things that sets you guys apart from other brands, mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. Um, to be able to support people over here and those workrooms and, um, you know, the people that are making these products. So what have been some of the greatest challenges for you guys um, since you've been in business and how have you overcome them? Kim, do you want me to go? No, sure. Oh, okay. Um, You know, I think for everyone that's in our boat right now, it probably our biggest challenges at the moment. Um, 
you know, yeah. where, what road are we going to be going down here? And what is going to be the outcome on the whole um, other side of this? And I think that we're just getting our feet wet, trying to figure out kind of a plan going forward. Um, because we work with a lot of wholesalers who are struggling at the min- at the moment. Um, and so we'll see about that. But, you know, we are really big into customer service. And that has been, you know, sometimes a challenge for us um, with some customers. And so we just want to always just tell everybody we're all about customer service and we're going to work with you on this. And the same thing with our wholesalers um, going through what is going to be ahead of us. We are going to work with you know, with the challenges that they have too. Yep. Okay. Um, and then what have been some of your greatest successes, things that you think that you've done really well um, in having your brand and what are those like? Um, some of the, I mean, some of the accomplishments I think could be that, um, you know, we were stay at home moms day when we first started this business and that was just a huge, huge accomplishment to, to make, um, the business grow as much as it has um, with raising our families also. And, you know, Kimberly and I always say to each other every day that we are working on what we work on is that our families come first, you know, and it's always been, you know, we're together as a family and we kind of not only um, our kids have, have done lots of things in our business, our husbands have done lots of things in our business. So it's really, you know, becomes this little family that we have um, together. Um, so that in and of itself, I think, is a huge accomplishment. I think um, our first million dollars in sales was another great accomplishment. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and, um, then I think the, the other thing that is something that we we pride ourselves and is that every year for the past, I don't know, Kim, five or six or seven years, mm. we've mm-hmm. had interns in our business. And so we take not only a high school intern, but we also take one or two college interns. Um, and we take that job really seriously. You know, we, we create a little program around so that they're actually learning while they're with us at all, at all times. And, we have a little saying in our business that um, when we tell the girls, mostly have been girls that have been working with us, is that the good news about working for a small business is you'll get to do a little bit of everything. You know, yep. you might be helping us design some um, prints or you might be, you know, seeing what's in the new spring line or you might be learning how to run that back end of a website you know, on, and at a big company, you would maybe be doing one small little thing every single day, the same thing over and over. And then the bad news is you get to do a little bit of everything. (laughs) Um, We take out our garbage or we, you know, make sure that the office is clean or those kinds of things that we just, um, you know, it's a good news and bad news. Yeah, no, I think that's great. Really hands-on then so that you get to wear a lot of hats and try mm-hmm. a lot of things your interns do Those for sure. a lot of different things. Yeah. I okay, so what's – um, oh, go ahead. Um, I just wanted to add one more thing. I think Kim and I also pride ourselves on, you know, we're kind of older in the business. We've been doing this kind mm-hmm. of a long time. And so it's it's just really neat when, you know, someone that's young in the business says, will you be my mentor? And so we kind of feel mm-hmm. like we have a kind of a lot of experience um, 
in all aspects of running, you know, two different companies and especially in the clothing business that it makes us kind of feel good. Like we kind of know kind of a lot, you know, and we've gone through kind of a lot and in that whole thing that, you know, it's, we, we feel like that is a huge accomplishment for us. That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, and then, so my next question is, what is the least favorite part about what you do? Your least favorite task? And then what's your favorite? Hmm. Um, I know a lot of people don't like the finance aspect, for example. Um, yeah, yeah, I think so that, that we would good. probably agree that the bookkeeping, I mean, we have a bookkeeper and we mm-hmm. have an accountant and all that kind of stuff, but that is, that to me is not very fun. And Kim will probably agree too, yeah. because she's the yeah. one that really is doing most of that. Um, I mean, I think for us is the inspiration for, you know, the next season's design. Oh dear. I can still hear you, Kim. Oh, okay, good. Did you hear the phone go off though? Oh gosh. Um, no. it's fine. <laughs> it, yeah. Sorry about that. Anyway, no, um, is, you know, the inspiration for new designs, it always, it just feels good. It's like, you know, when you're working with your Pantone colors and that to me mm-hmm. is great. Or we decide on a new style, we see something we're like, okay, let's, let's do, you know, a little t- different take on this watching trends that to us, I think is the most fun in the business. Right, Kim? Yeah, really good. And I, I think the only thing I would add is that we lo- all, both love going to market um, and yeah. working with the, our customers at the market. And then, you know, when, when on the off time we get to go to see, um, do a trunk show or do something where we get to see our actual, the people that are buying our dresses um, and what they have feedback for us, I think that we both get a real kick out of, of seeing those kinds of things as well. That's super fun. I know market is always a favorite, I feel like, Mm -hmm. for a lot of people because they get to um, interact with their customers who are buying and selling your products, which is so fun. Yeah. Um, Okay, so what piece of advice would you give someone who either wants to design their own collection or maybe just an entrepreneur in general? I would say to um, start slow, listen to your gut, and... um, you know, that some people will try to push you maybe in other directions, but really listen to your gut and um, start slow so that you can be- have something really to build on and so that you can management manage it as a um, financial situation and then just be true to yourself. Yeah, and I would add that Wonderful. I think having a mentor, if we had to go through this again, mm-hmm. would be a really mm-hmm. nice thing. I think, um, you know, they didn't really have those kind of things when we kind of started, but I kind of feel like somebody getting going is, you know, is to just, you know, just a little bit of hand holding is always good. And yeah. Yeah. Align yourself with someone. That's great. Yeah. That's wonderful. And so do you, are you open to mentoring people if someone were to listen to this podcast and reach out to you? Absolutely. For sure. Okay. Awesome. Um, Next question. What is your favorite sailor sailor piece right now? Or maybe it's an older one. Um, what's your favorite piece you've done? Oh, so fun. Um, I'm going to probably say the skipper dress, which was our very original um, ruffled neckline dress is probably still my favorite. And it just is such a classic piece. Looks good on a lot of different people. And 
um, I love to wear it. Yeah, I, I have to agree with Kim. The skipper dress, you know, we sold thousands of skipper dresses. Our little guy in the workroom <laughs> would tell us, oh, this is how many you sold this summer. You know, we kind of put, put Sailor Sailor on the map for us. And, you know, it's that the ruffle that is still a winner for all our customers. We now have the cricket dress, which does pretty darn well on its own also. But um, yeah, the anything with the ruffle, the, especially those Southern girls just love it to death. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, that dress is super cute. I have the red and white striped one and I yeah. love it. Oh, <laughs> yay. Um, okay, what does preppy mean to you? Or how would you describe preppy to someone? What do you think of when you think of preppy? Kimberly, you want to take that or you want me? Sure. Um, like I mentioned before, I mean, you know, coming from going to school in 1980 kind of thing, you know, it was the popped collar, pink and green, yeah. Izod shirt, um, you know, uh, just, you know, Sperry, Topsiders, that, that is what I remember as a true classic prep. And it, it's come a long way. We all had, <clears throat> we all had the preppy handbook and we used to follow yeah. that. <laughs> And, um, you know, Kim and I are still preppy, but, you know, it's changed a lot today. It's changed, you know, to better and easier to wear fabrics and you don't have to iron things. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's better across the board for everyone in our little preppy with a twist. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I like about your guys' design is it's so easy or fabric. Yeah. Great to pack. Yep. Um, okay. If you could live anywhere else in the world, where would you live? I know you guys live in fabulous places, but is there anywhere else that you would live? Wow. Yeah, that is hard. I mean, maybe I, I did live on the West Coast for a little while in the San Francisco in the East Bay area. And that was just also a really fabulous place to live. A lot of outdoor living and um, on the water and just really fabulous. So maybe, maybe there. Okay. What yeah, about you? And, and I would probably entertain out in a ski area. Um, Sun Valley is my newest okay. favorite. Hadn't been there. We just went back this year. I hadn't been back in 25 years, but it's my new place. And I think it would be a great place to be in the summer also. Now, it's not coastal, but um, it's a beautiful place to be. Oh, mm. for sure. It's gorgeous. Um, okay. If you weren't doing this, being designers, having Sailor Sailor, what else would you be doing? Uh, I'd say I would, be, I would love to be a pro athlete. <laughs> That's okay. like just a pipe dream for me, but I am a big sport nut and I would love to be, um, I love running. So I thought I'd love to be a pro runner. And I would probably have to say that, I mean, Kim knows this, but I love to travel the world. My husband's always like, you're on one trip, and then you're thinking about the next trip, is that I just love to plan travel. And um, I probably would love to be a travel consultant, work for one of these, you know, um, Condé Nast Traveler or something. Um, Mm -hmm. because I just love to, you know, especially with the power of Instagram today, you see people go to different places and it's just interesting to learn, you know, other places that would be a great place to travel to. 
Totally. That sounds really fun. Um, okay, what's the what's your favorite piece in your closet right now? Either, you know, maybe it's something that was passed down to you or something that your husband has given to you, something with meaning behind it. Or maybe it's just something, you know, that you just bought on sale because everyone's having amazing sales right now. Oh, I know. Gosh. Um, I I feel like my one of my favorite pieces um, right now is my barber jacket because it's the weather has been just um, crazy here in in New England. So I feel like I wear it as as and just a layer piece every day, and I wear it every day. So that, <laughs> that is probably what my my go to at this this moment. And you know, I don't have a, a ton that I, I keep on to because we are constantly just wearing. We wear a lot of sailor sailor. You know, my my closet doesn't have a, a ton a ton of special pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have to say that you know I living in Florida right now is that, you know, I have a lot, a lot of sailor sailor that I wear, but then I also like to support, you know, our friends in the business too, who have brands and they love to do that too, Mm -hmm. especially when we do photo shoots and things like that, that we can just kind of swap out things for things and, and promote other brands. Definitely. That may not be, you know, a sailor sailor, but they're all cotton or whatever it might be. Absolutely. Um, okay, what's your go-to drink orders? <laughs> go-to drink order for me is I am I. Um, my husband's a celiac, so at home I don't get. I always tell the story. Don't get a lot of beer, so I like to drink beer when I I sometimes go out. But I also am. Um, I of course love rosé, and Kimberly and I both love rosé. Um, and I like a good rum and tonic. Oh, what's your guys' go-to rosé? Uh, Whispering Angel. Whispering yeah. Angel. Yes, <laughs> yes. But I, we have been making a lot of April spritzes too. And we like mm. to do different garnishes. Our newest one is having a little rosemary, little sprig in there. Ooh, that's oh, awesome. that sounds yes. pretty. We also put yeah, orange my... juice in ours too. Oh, Ooh, I'll have to try that. Yes. Yes. Patricia, one of my um, fun facts is that our son, who is um, studying to be a civil engineer, also got his bartending license just as a fun thing in the summer. So oh my gosh. he tends to um, do a lot of fun things for us, um, just as um, making new things or trying out new things. So it's, it's been a lot of fun for How amazing things, is I, that? I know it's very fun. <laughs> I'm jealous. <laughs> Um, so what are you guys reading, watching, or listening to currently? This is a, our, this is another thing with my kids being influenced at home. We've been trying to watch a movie from every decade. Oh. <laughs> and our son has a, a great list. Um, and I'm actually in charge of, of the pick of the movie for tonight. We we are taking turns all this um, week and each picking a movie. And I'm picking Dirty Dancing tonight. Oh, oh, I good love one, that. Sam. It's going to be, I will see what my kids think about that. Have um, they not seen it before? They have not. Neither of them have seen it. They're, oh, my they're gosh. Ones, wow. They have not seen it. So I think that will be good. Um, we're big Harry Potter fans, and I'm reading a book called Amanda Wakes Up. Okay. Very cool. What about you? Um, so we, um, as a family, we have three millennials here with us, two 
Um, and then a girlfriend that came down for our golf tournament and then never went home because they live in Connecticut. So <laughs> such a bad place for them to be right now. Anyway, so they have been with us. And so we've been watching lots of movies and it's the Hoag's family move, favorite movie is Top Gun, Sweet Home Alabama, Ferris Bueller. Um, so we've been having fun watching, you know, all of those and, um, you know, it's just, it's just fun. We've been doing lots of cooking and, you know, we're kind of contained like everybody else and we're playing lots of games and, and those kinds of things. And I just finished reading Elon Hillebrand, both of her books, um, Day in Paradise. So good. It's like a two part little series book about her and St. John. Um, she goes to St. John to write every winter. So she's now got a little series that's going to be about those. Cool. Very cool. Um, okay. So my final question for you ladies before we head out is what's next for Sailor Sailor? Oh, lots of good things, I think. Um, you know, we've, we started the brand with only having um, resort and spring summer line. And so you you start to see us do more what we don't call it fall we call it autumn and um, a holiday collection. The last couple of years you've seen our holiday collection get bigger and stronger and you'll just see more of that I think coming down the pipe. Wonderful. Anything else that you guys would like to add then um, before we wrap up about Sailor Sailor? Oh, thank you for having us today, Patricia. Yeah, yeah of oh, course. Very fun. You made it very fun. Thank you so much for listening to the Preppy Podcast. I hope this put a little prep in your step for the day. Please subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to your podcast. And follow along with at the Preppy Podcast on social media.